God of holy dreaming, great creator spirit, from the dawn of creation, you have given your children the good things of Mother Earth. You spoke and the gum tree grew in the vast desert and dense forest and in cities at the water's edge. Creation sings your praise. Your presence endures as the rock at the heart of our land. When Jesus hung on the tree, you heard the cries of all your people and became one with your wounded ones, the convicts, the hunted and the dispossessed. The sunrise of your sun coloured the earth anew and bathed it in glorious hope. In Jesus, we have been reconciled to you and to your whole creation. Lead us on, Great Spirit, and gather us from the four corners of the earth and enable us to walk together in trust from the hurt and shame of the past into the new day which has dawned in Jesus Christ. Amen. Hi, <laughs> my name is Lenore, Lenore Parker, and I'm a priest in the Anglican Church of Australia. I'm a Jaeger woman. I live on Jaeger country with my families. The prayer that you just received is a thanksgiving prayer for, for Australia. Is it quite an unusual position for a Jaeger woman to hold within the Anglican Church? <laughs> well, I'm the only one. <laughs> I mean, here in this dice, in the Diocese of Grafton, yeah. So this prayer was written in 1994. That was when we were meeting with a National Aboriginal Anglican Council, meeting for the first time with, for me, meeting with the traditional people of this ancient land in Darwin. So it came about after listening to the stories and to how our people up there, the traditional people, how they worshipped their God. And then when we went to a Sunday service in the cathedral, when we opened the old prayer book for Australia, their God wasn't represented. The old people that I was talking to up there, their God wasn't represented. So the spirit within me groaned. And so I came back and I shared that story with the others and I said, how can we become the Anglican Church of Australia if we have not listened and respected the spirituality of the first peoples of this ancient land? My tongue became the writer or the author of this prayer because it was the spirit, spirit that gave me the words and my colleague, he was the scribe who wrote the words after I shared the story. My name is Elizabeth Smith. We're in McLean on Yagal traditional land. I'm a, an elder, a Yagal woman, a traditional Yagal woman. Can I ask you what connects you to country? The spirits. The spirit within the land and our ancestors. I feel that they guide me. They know where I go, what I do, but it's a spirit. They lead me to, to these areas. They lead me to, to work. They work with me. The spirituality is there and it's about connecting. It's about connecting and having identity and having that identity is very strong. 
and know where you come from. And so the spirit, we call it the ancient spirit, but the spirit, the ancient dream time, the old dreaming and the new dreaming. So it is the one spirit that we talk about and that connects us all to all of his creation, to the land, the rivers, the oceans, the animals and to each other. We're here as part of the Desert Pea Media Project and a word that continually comes up is connection, isn't it? Yes, because with the spirit, there is no separation from the spirit. The spirit is connected to us, to all living things, to the land, the rivers, the trees, the oceans, and we cannot separate the sacredness of our land, our rivers, our country, our creation, because these are all given gifts to us. They were given to all the people of Australia by the great creator spirit himself. Doing a lot of work with the children at the high school, what do you think um, is the main cause of disconnection within them to their own identities these days? I think it's culture. I think a lot of them don't know their identity. I think also, but this talking to the youth, talking to them, and don't be judgmental, accept who they are, but talk to them about walking the road with them, so to speak, taking them under your wing and guiding them and loving them, loving them for who they are and look after them and cherish, cherish each and every one of them because they are so important. They are, you know, leaders of tomorrow. They've got to have a voice. The youth must have a voice and they need to express their voice and express how they feel. How do you maintain a connection to culture with the youth in particular? I cannot be anyone else. I have to be who I am. And so the kids know me and what I represent and I represent them. But of what my beliefs are. So I come with a deep respect and a deep listening to whoever I meet and share with them the story within me of what I need to share with them or with anyone who, who I am meeting with. We all got to share a, a rather large story together last night as we watched the unveiling of the most recent song that we've made together. How did it make you feel to be, uh, to be there last night and to be a part of the roadshow? After hearing and watching the screen, it took me back to when we had spoken, where the words were being written and spoken. It took me to a, a deeper, deeper place where I just felt the pride because the kids, they sang it with great gusto. They were so proud. And it was as if they were thanking us for their songs that they, they heard through us. Our tongue, as we share our stories, the tongue becomes the author of whatever we produce. Last night, once again, I would say, I think with everyone else and with the kids watching it for the first time, so this great elation where all the kids wanted to sit in the front and see everything ha happening because they were there and they were a part of it. So it was, I think, all these mixed emotions that were there. And then after leaving that place and coming home and then, then reflecting on it 
and just thinking and thanking God for the two words that I got this morning and they were empowerment. The kids were empowered to share their stories and also the other one was having this self-belief that they can do anything. They don't have to hide anymore like we used to hide because we were too shy. But no, here they were. They were coming up strong and healthy as a group of beautiful young kids. Is there anything you'd like to say to Desert P Media? Well, <laughs> I mean, you've just blown us away every time you come here. And I am taken aback with Toby and all the skills of all the team as we share our stories and you write the stories. You put the words on the page with the kids' help, with everyone else's, the whole community who were gathered there at the time. You are there putting words in because it is not Desert P Media who is writing the words. These are the words from the people who've shared the stories and with the children. And they go and they, they choose words from out of that. What are some of the words that you would like written? You cannot get anything like this coming forward unless you yourself feel the passion within you to bring the truth out in whatever form of story or song that you are going to present to the people. So to Desert P Media, I say thank you. And I know it is a privilege for you to be working in this area, as it is a privilege and an honour for us to share our stories so that our precious young children can learn and grow. What kinds of differences have you noticed in the children from you know, the beginnings of these projects a couple of years ago now to how they are now? Mm, well, I think they're a lot stronger. They want to know they're proud and they're proud of who they are. And being with the wider community as well, they're proud of who they are. I don't hear the word shame anymore. For years I haven't heard shame. So I thought, wow, isn't that wonderful? Because you never hear, never hear it anymore. Because you don't need to be ashamed. There's nothing to be ashamed of. And we watched all together the release, the first showing oh, wow. of the song last night. How did that make you feel? Well, it's proud. It's invigorating. It makes you want to shout and say, wow. Go on, shout. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. And um, I think it's wonderful with the youth to empower these youth. And my little grandson, who's nine, he said, Nan, oh, Nan, he said, this is fantastic. So he was really, the smile on his face was just, it was beautiful. Well, it's about empowering them for education and go on and do the best you can. And if you had a message to give to the crew at Desert P, was there anything that you'd like to say to them? I'm so very proud of them because they're shining the light. The darkness has gone now. It's a light. We let the dark go. It's been there for far too long. And now it's the light and it's about sharing. The song lines and the story lines, it's not in the darkness anymore. So I would like to give to you, all the listeners out there, this comes with all our love from the Yagel people. Rivers and rivers of love and oceans 
of God's divine mercy. I would now like to give you a blessing from us, the Yagle people. Magandaya, Abba, Baba Father, the first great ancestral being, with Nyala Gaywan, the bright evening star, the mother, and with their son Nalagan, the warrior, the bright morning star, watch over you and guide you and lead you in all that you do. Blessings, my friends. The Walkabout Project was made possible with the assistance of the Community Broadcast Foundation.